0: Have you been called to do something bigger, something more meaningful with your life? Welcome to the Leap to Purpose Podcast, where we explore the stories of those that have taken an entrepreneurial leap to follow their dreams and live their purpose. Hi, and welcome to the Leap to Purpose Podcast. Today, my guest is Chase Rosa. Chase is the host of the Driving Force Podcast, a podcast that unravels the stories of high performers across sports, business, and wellness. And gets to the root of what drives them. His podcast guests have included Navy SEALs, CEOs of billion-dollar companies, and Ironman world champions. I talked to Chase about his journey from private equity to starting his business. We talk about improving human performance, and we also talk about some resources for improving mindset. So with that, let's hear from Chase. Welcome,
1: Chase. How's it going? Thanks, Kurt. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you're you are into a lot of things. I mean, I love running and I've been to New Hampshire, so I've been along the New Hampshire seacoast. That's an amazing run.
1: Oh yeah, it's 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 beautiful right along the
0: little the little bit of New Hampshire seacoast that we have. Yeah, is a beautiful yeah. <laughs> Stretch to, to run you, along. You make the most of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, why don't you uh, let's start by just kind of giving a little intro and background on you, what you're doing today.
1: Yeah, sure. So I've got a few things going on today. Um, what's taking up most of my time right now is the podcast, which I've been doing since uh, January of 2020. So it's been actually might be like exactly a year since I launched my first episode. And so um, you gave a little bit of intro on what that is in your intro of me. Um, So I've been doing, doing that release like an episode a week um, with guests like high performers across sports, business, and wellness. And along with the podcast, I am currently brainstorming slash building a business within the human performance space. Hmm. Um, essentially trying to create some sort of an aggregator of all the different facets of what makes up human performance. So when you think of, if you're not familiar with human performance, like like what makes, what will make you optimally perform in whatever you, whatever it is that you're trying to do and just feel good. So hmm there's recovery, there's nutrition, there's, you know, exercise and fitness, there's sleep, there are all these different facets. And it's just about figuring out a way to tie it together and then create a business around that to help people, uh, you know, optimize their performance. So those are the two things that I'm currently working on. Take most yeah. of my time.
0: That's cool. And And how did you, I'm curious, how did you get
1: so interested in human performance? Sure. So I've always been, I've always been an athlete, always been someone who's been pretty active. I played collegiate tennis in college. Um, like you mentioned, I'm very into jujitsu as well as running today. But what really sparked my interest in human performance was my experience in private equity, which you can get into more if, if you'd like. Um, but I just, in that experience, I burned myself out um, just working crazy hours, You know, averaging 80-hour weeks plus weekend work, some weeks into the 100-hour-plus category. And the lifestyle was just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. wasn't sleeping a lot, obviously, given those hours. wasn't getting enough exercise that I wanted to, and that led to just burnout, like crashes and not being able to get out of bed on you know a weekend and, and so on. So, um, yeah, that's not very high uh, performance human performance, yeah. is
0: it? So, so you started reading and and researching this, and but you're still in your your job in the Uh, Private equity, uh, but you started. Kind of, what do you do? What's the journey? Um, After I left, or during? Uh, During while you're still there. Kind of the first seedling of like, I would really like to get into this human performance
1: stuff. Sure, sure. So, I'd say, I'd say one of the catalysts um, that kind of sparked my interest in human performance while I was at the private equity firm was when I got had these digestive issues start to come up that. Mm nobody my age should really have to experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, you know, went to doctors and they were, you know, um, wanting to res- prescribe me these like different medications, uh, recommending a colonoscopy. And I was like, you know, I think a lifestyle change would fix all of this. Hmm. And so the, I, it was, I was in a two-year program when I was in the private equity firm. So there was an end date in mind. So I just decided to power through and get to that end date. Um, but once I did ultimately leave after the two-year program was when I started to take a step back and then start kind of reconnecting with myself and really begin that exploration into human performance and all those different facets. That's cool. So you kind of started doing it for yourself, but then realized this would be really
0: cool to teach what I've learned. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've had, you know, I've worked with some clients in that space. And, um, all kind of the gut health and nutrition and, um, it's really interesting space. It is. Yeah, for sure. And, and so, you know, let's talk about the, the entrepreneurial leap then. So you, you've kind of started doing this research and then, I mean, it sounds like your podcast is very related. Um, what, what did you like, what was the first step out of that? You know, you, you're kind of coming up on the end
1: of a two-year window, uh, you know, how did you get started? Sure. So actually when I, when I first left um, the the PE firm, I was still, I was still working a lot. If that, if that makes sense, like mm. I was still kind of maybe like addicted to this like high arousal state and trying to find that next job, maybe mm. going into venture capital or corporate development or something like that. I was still, i was still very much go, go, go. Yeah. Um, and it was not until talking to some friends and family and they kind of actually were the ones who brought the idea upon me to take a step back. Mm. And so, um, that's what I did. That, that brought me down some weird and interesting paths. Like, um, I was very close to going to China to study with the Shaolin monks for six months, like a week away. (laughs) Um, (laughs) luckily with, with COVID and the timing there that did not happen, Mm. um, thought about becoming a Navy seal and so on. So, um, (laughs) literally all the options were open at that time. And, um, But you know, obviously, scrapped those ideas, and uh, um, ultimately found my way to the podcast. And I guess how that sort of came about was, um, you know, I love listening to podcasts. I've always, always been a fan. When I'm, you know, when I was commuting, or, or, or maybe just watch like video podcasts online too. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of lo- always love learning. Um, I like talking to. Um, really interesting and successful people in sports and business. Mm-hmm. So that was another aspect. And I also like motivating and inspiring people to achieve their goals. Yeah. And so it was kind of the intersection of all of those that led me to starting the the driving force podcast. Um, yeah. And so I did. That's awesome. And, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, um,
0: you know, I, I I don't know. I think that when you're really inspired by something, whether you got into it for your own use and then, I mean, that just kind of pulls you toward, you know, taking action. That's like this, this podcast is exactly that I've spent, I'd say a a long time, uh, you know, uh, looking for my purpose and kind of what, you know, uh, is this really what I was meant to do? And I don't know. I'm just curious how you kind of, um, about it, but it wasn't until I kind of just took some time myself and said, you know, what would I do all day, every day for free if I had to, um, and just enjoy it. And, and that's when, you know, I just like, you know, I just love working with entrepreneurs and, um, that's my background is operations and execution. So, you know, I'm just really good at taking a vision and operationalizing that and breaking it down into small projects and steps. And, you know, so I don't know. I just kind of spent some time thinking, what would I do all day? Um, And I was like, man, I just work with entrepreneurs and I love to just talk with entrepreneurs like yourself and others and just hear their stories of how they kind of had, had an inspiration and then, you know, what they did. So how did you kind of, you know, when you started thinking about human performance and somebody said to you, you should look into it. um, I don't know. Did, did you kind of do a lot more research or just start taking action with the podcast and, um, go from there?
1: Yeah, I'd say it was more so the latter. I sort of flowed into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once I started talking to these high performing individuals and in sports and business and wellness, I don't know if I realized it in the beginning at the time that what I had been doing was exploring human performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I came across guests who were actually in the space and really, um, I guess, dedicated to that, that I really found my passion for human performance. Um, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes
0: total sense. I mean, uh, do you know, Seth Godin, do you follow him or stuff? Yeah. So, you know, Seth Godin, I'm listening to his new book, um, the practice or practice and it's really good. But what, you know, he talks about in there is that, you know, we don't sit around and wait for motivation uh, and inspiration to take action. We, you know, we take action and the motivation, inspiration is created out of that action. You know, it's interesting, interesting way to look at it, but I think he's so right. I mean, this, even this podcast itself, the more people I talk to, the more I'm inspired to, um, grow this, uh, grow this podcast and do more interviews because I don't know that the action itself, and just like you were talking about with your guests, the more I talk to people like yourself, it's like, man, this is, um, this is really cool. And I love
1: hearing the stories of what other people are out there doing. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting is great too. <laughs> it's a lot of yeah. fun as I'm sure you've, you've got to realize. Yeah. So, you know, when you
0: were, before you left the uh, the uh, private equity firm and you were kind of just thinking about this and I or an idea, and then like when you first get started, what, um, if you looked back and kind of looked at how you made that transition, would you do anything differently or, you know, how did you just get started
1: the, the transition from PE to the, yeah, Performance yeah, the podcast. even though you kind of
0: knew, like, uh, I'm just curious if you would do anything differently because it sounds like you um, kind of let that expire and then, uh, you, you know, just jumped right into this with the podcast.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think looking back, I would have, <laughs> I would have scheduled some time, after I left to just take time off hmm. completely, which is um, <clears throat> which is not what I did. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> went straight into job search mode. Yeah, and I think that was too uh, maybe to my to my detriment. I think if I just took kind of completely, just kind of turned off, did some traveling, and so on, I might have came to the conclusion a little faster, um, or like the right conclusion a little faster. Um, rather than kind of taking those first couple of months after I left to do like the job search and all of that. So I, I think that's one thing I would have wanted to do, which yeah. is kind of, um, not natural for me to do no. <laughs> is to, kind no, of, yeah, not natural for me either. I can't sit still. And, mm-hmm.
0: you know, it, it, um, I don't know if you meditate, but I've tried meditating and I just can't like, I mean, I guess I could, if I trained myself, but it's very difficult. Let's say that for me to stay quiet and focused enough for a period of time. But I, I, I do know there's a lot of value in just taking time, slowing down, thinking about things and, and instead of just popping right into another, you know, full blown, Hey, let's build this idea out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, I, I do meditate every day. Um, it's of that is, is hard, but doesn't, imp- my practice has improved as mm-hmm. I've continued to do it. Um, have you heard of headspace the app i have yeah yeah i would I would recommend checking that out that's good for for someone like that's what i used in order to get into it um, yeah yeah like good guided meditations semi-guided mm-hmm. meditations so i've heard know. of the app in fact i might have it on my phone um <laughs> but uh but uh, yeah
0: so that's one of my goals for this year is to work that into my daily routine along with uh, kind of a gratefulness exercise that i do but um Like with, with human performance, I mean, I'm really interested in kind of that as a topic. Um, what, what are kind of some of the elements of human performance when you say that?
1: Yeah. So there are a lot of different pillars, I would say, um, I'll give, I'll give a handful, maybe like five or six. So, um, one, probably the most kind of, I would say obvious to people would be like fitness and exercise would be a pillar. Sure. Another one would be recovery, um, you know, yeah, just because you can't just be go, go, go all the time. You'll burn yourself out. And that applies to both, you know, athletes and, you know, work and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, sleep, that's that's a big one. It has been a huge trend in the space in recent years. Um, it's kind of like there's no real silver bullet when it comes to human performance, but if there was one, it would be your sleep. Mm-hmm. Like sleep is kind of that, you um, you really want to optimize that in order to kind of like feel good and perform well. Um. One, another one I might put in there is flow. So you can think of that as like meditation um, and focus. So, Oh, and of course nutrition too. Sure. Um.
0: Yeah. And what's recovery. I mean, how's recovery, what kind of thing was, would be included in
1: that other than sleep? Yeah. So like, um, like getting massages or something and stretching would be included in that. Um, yeah, sleep is definitely close. Um, it's probably the biggest component of recovery, but I'd also include like stretching, like a foam rolling or like, um, percussion therapy for your, for your muscles or something like Mm. that. So they're just taking a rest. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's good. I, I think that, and then,
0: um, through all that, I guess, I mean, I, I've, feel like the yoga or not the yoga, but the uh, meditation would really help me kind of just slow down and be able to think about things. I probably would have come to, um, you know, my vision a lot sooner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been huge for me since I've, since I've started it, I found I can kind of control my thoughts a little better. Mm -hmm. Um, which is, which has been big. They're kind of like notice when I'm drifting and then catch myself that I'm drifting yeah, in, into whatever, and then bring myself back to the present is probably yeah. the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So you you said you're exploring some ideas. I mean, what uh, like what do you see as your big vision um, right now, and in, in the way that you can help in terms of human performance? Like, uh, I'm just curious what your vision is of, of what you're building.
1: Yeah. So me and um, uh, the the person that I'm working on when building this it's this is really new. Like we're in the mm-hmm. brainstorming ideation stage like this is like like a few weeks since we started committing to really thinking about this so the vision is in progress but what i will say i think what will definitely be a part of this kind of end product is something that there won't be kind of any flaw for like bs marketing content like if when you'll see like articles online like five hacks to get to the body that you want in the summer or like get that summer body or 20 ways to eat right, to feel your best when you, I don't know, head into the office or, you know, some stuff Mm -hmm. stuff like that, which I'm sure everyone has seen um, that kind of promote the company's self interest, like who's, who are writing those articles. Like we don't want any of that. We want to make sure it's, it's a, you know, scientifically backed and kind of what you're looking for and takes into your, your goals and, and needs. So um I think that's what that's one thing that I'll will say about it. Hopefully yeah. that helps. Yeah, no, it does. I think that um,
0: I've spent a lot of time this past year, um, obviously with the pandemic and things completely changing. A lot of businesses have shifted or, or had to reinvent themselves. And so you know I've taken some time to think through my vision, and I just you know you know I, I think the more inspired I get by it. The clearer it becomes, and it, the easier it is to have those conversations, attract the right clients, um, and it's almost like you're pulling people toward you because the vision is so clear and so inspiring to you, you that it becomes inspiring to other people. Interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like for me, I like I love working with entrepreneurs, and um, again, I like my skill set and gift is operations and taking big visions and breaking those down into strategic plans and, you know, 90 day work plans and then helping, you know, stay stay focused on executing. So that to me is so crystal clear that there's this large community of entrepreneurs that I help that are, you know, doing big things in the world and they're taking this leap into entrepreneurship, even though they not, might not see the path, but they're super- excited to change the world. And I kind of feel like my role is part of the ripple effect. You know, I help people change the world, you know, so it's kind of (laughs) super inspiring
1: to me. Yeah. 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 The entrepreneurial journey is kind of by nature, very audacious. So, yeah. So, um, I'm really curious, like what,
0: um, with, you know, some of the guests and, and kind of, um, how have they helped you crystallize your vision as you're interviewing some of these, Navy um, SEALs and CEOs of these big, big companies—are um, they helping you kind of zero in on your purpose and mission? I would imagine
1: you're picking up tons of insights from them. For sure, yeah. With every interview, I'm picking up <clears throat> at least a couple insights that have helped me in all different aspects of my life, whether it's my athletics or or business or or wellness, which is kind of the three core themes or mm-hmm. of guests from a podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, you know, ab- absolutely can pick up stuff from the Navy seal or the the CEO or the ultra runner or the, um, the poet who, who writes about wellness. Like there's always something to, to pull from and learn from each of my guests.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, it, with, with, um, your guests, uh, I'm curious, like the, the, um, is it, the CEO, or I'm sorry, not the CEO, but the, um, uh, Navy SEALs, uh, do you talk much about kind of what they're, you know, I guess that's really a good topic for human performance for sure. Isn't
1: it? Oh yeah. I mean, the SEALs, um, if people are familiar with, with buds, they're, um, they're the training to get into and become a SEAL. It's the hardest or arguably the hardest military training in the world. Yeah. Um, there's like hell week if you've heard of that where they go like five six six days and they don't sleep but they're like doing all this physical training and like running tons of miles and getting put in cold water and and all that crazy stuff so Mm -hmm. um yeah there's there's lots with them it's it's a lot about um i'd say two things come to mind with the navy seals in terms of like the themes of lessons that i've gained from them one is mindset Mm -hmm. and just grit and kind of knowing you'll be able to get through anything if you put put your mind to it and the second is is leadership and working with teams because in the seal teams it's all about you know teamwork that's why it's called the seal teams uh, so yeah. Um,
0: so yeah and and so I'm curious with mindset I mean I think that's a huge part of entrepreneurship and kind of the trusting yourself to go ahead and make the leap and jump into this thing that you've got to figure out yourself I mean as far as mindset and uh, have you come across any resources that you found super valuable, whether it's a book or a course or something, you know, obviously you're getting great, great insights from these interviews, but I'm just curious if you've seen any uh, books or um, resources you recommend. Ooh, that's a good question. Me, for Um, example, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, I've read a lot of books and um, I don't, think i put a lot of stock in mindset when i first was an entrepreneur and you know to me that's like been one of my ahas along the way is you know what a lot of this is um, a lot of it's mindset and especially when you're a solopreneur or you know just starting out and you have a small team or it's just you i mean it all comes down to you and your belief in yourself and your belief in your vision and um, i read a bunch of books uh, you know, one—I don't know if you've heard of Brené Brown, but she, sure, yeah. you know, wrote uh, a lot of great books. But one of them was "Daring Greatly," and um, I don't know—I just really, really uh, was inspired by some of her books and teachings. And now Seth Godin, to me, like I—I always heard of Seth, but uh, you know, this has just been fairly recent within the last six months or so, where I've really kind of dive- dove into his content um, mm-hmm. deeper and, you know, he really has been helpful to me in kind of crystallizing what it is, you know, I want to do. And he uh, talks a little bit about a minimum viable audience, which I think is really, really super smart is to define your, your who like your minimum viable audience, he calls it. Um, but for me, that's really helped me drill into and focus on my vision or purpose. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I'll name a couple. Um, one, which I'm guessing a lot of people have heard of mindset by Carol Dweck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really, really famous book about having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, I think is a really good book that every, every entrepreneur, even person should, should read. Um, right. and if you haven't read it in a while, like more than, I don't know, maybe like a couple of years or a year or so I'd recommend rereading it because I think mm-hmm. it's that, that valuable and and good to kind of be a re- refresher. Yeah. And then I think of kind of the, also on the mindset but more of like the inspirational and motivational part of that is can't hurt me by David Goggins. Yeah. Um, is another one that's such a fantastic book. I, f- I flew through that one. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've uh, got that one on my
0: audiobooks as well. And I've listened to it a couple of times. That's really, really good. And, um, there's another one called the uh, relentless, um, okay blanking on the the author right now but um relentless is really good he's a he's a i mean you may really want to look into this book because he's a a performance coach you know he trained michael jordan and a bunch of other um professional athletes but you know it's a a really cool book and you know he doesn't explicitly talk about mindset but everything he does um you know, with these athletes and, and training them is all mindset. You know, he, his point is, you know, when you're an athlete at an elite level like that, and you're, you're Michael Jordan, it's not about the, you know, it, it's not about having the ability to do the, to do the task, right? I mean, Michael Jordan doesn't need to, you know, learn how to, you know shoot free throws or anything like that but it really does come down to the mindset and overcoming challenges whether it's an injury or a slump or something like that and i don't know i i, I really like that book relentless interesting yeah i have to take a look yeah i think if i recall it's like tim glover I've, i'm just trying okay. to remember off of but um, yeah i don't know i just um i think if i you know reflect back on my journey um, being an engineer and, and kind of a operations person. And like, I'm just kind of, I, I think I overlooked the, the importance of mindset. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's a big part. It's a big piece for sure. Yeah. So, you know, what um, I guess, you know, we've talked about a lot of things, but I just would think like, if, if you had some advice for someone just sitting there with a big idea. And like, they're inspired to do something bigger. Um, and, and maybe they're in a job, maybe they're in a different business, but it isn't super inspiring. I mean, what, what advice would you have for them and what would you tell
1: them to do? Yeah, I would, I would say if you have an idea, I think the first thing you should do is just pitch it to friends and family and people that, you know, and trust and just get their, get their feedback. Um, I've definitely been guilty in the past of kind of holding on to ideas that I've had just kind of internally for so long and then working working on it. And then once I kind of reveal it or launch it, kind of wish I had talked to more people. Yeah. Before doing that. So yeah, I think that's that's one thing. Um there's there's not really any harm in kind of pitching pitching that initial idea to, to friends and family and just seeing what they think. It's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty valuable. Yeah,
0: for sure. And then I think you know, I, but I'm probably guilty of going overboard with that, you know, cause you can sit on the idea and get unlimited and, you know, endless feedback right. from different people and never take action. So I think I've probably, um, been in the opposite side of the fence too, where I've probably waited too long to, um, start taking action.
1: Yeah. There's, there, there's a balance there that you need to, they need to play for sure. Um, yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I think
0: um, that's great advice. I think that getting feedback and input on people really kind of help you crystallize the idea. And you know, the one thought that I have is though, don't let some negative comments or negativity um, stop you from your dream. Because in some cases, that's really good feedback, and I take it incorporated into what I'm doing. And in yep. some cases, I say, hey, I appreciate your point of view and your feedback but I'm going to continue this way because, uh, you know, this is my vision of what this is going to be. And, you know, I always think of what Seth Godin's talking about in the minimum viable audience. You, you can't be everything to everybody, but you can be right. something amazing to somebody. Um, and so figuring out who that somebody is, that small minimum viable group is, is key. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think it's yeah. great. So man, I really appreciate, um, chatting with you. And, um, I know people are going to be checking out some of the resources you recommended. Um, if people wanted to learn more about you and your business and what you're up to would be a good way for them to do that.
1: Yeah, sure. You can visit my website, chase or, um, there's also a new website for my podcast, which is just the driving Force Okay. The two plus places. Awesome. And, um,
0: yeah, I'll, I'll put all that in the show notes and, um, you know, be happy to, to link people into what you're doing so they can, can stay up to date with that. Cause I know you um, just, like you said, you're formulating your big idea and Mm -hmm. I'm super interested to see what comes of that. And so I'll definitely be checking it out. So I appreciate you being on the show and um, I just say, keep doing great things, man. Awesome. Thanks Kurt. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Leap to Purpose podcast. You can learn more about us and join the community at LeapToPurpose.com. See you there.